Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. From eternities of, of eternities, Jesus has always been in the bosom of the Father. The Father has never said he was tired. Yeah. Are you looking for comfort? He's the See, anytime you don't feel good, pray. You'll receive comfort. Stop telling people. Let people know that you're, you have done your face. Pray. The God of all comfort will comfort you. The God of all comfort. Let me see. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. King James. Look at it. He said, Blessed be God and Father, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all the God of what? All comfort. Who comforted us in all our tribulations? That we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So if I will comfort you, God should have comforted me. Then I will use the comfort I receive to comfort you. Which means that any human being does not have their own comfort. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Listen, God is all we have. I don't know about you, but God is all I have. He's the solution to anything that I have. So I rebuke depression. I rebuke anxiety. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God lives in me. God lives in me. God lives in me. God lives in me. Yeah. Okay. So I found out this scripture was broken down in other verses. You want to see? Yes. Now look at the first John 4 15, which we know already. He said, He that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. He said, God, what? That's what. Now here, the God here is the Father. And whosoever shall, conf- shall confess Jesus, so you see, so he's the Father. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him and he in god so the fact is he have you have you confessed that jesus is the son of god yes sir so what has happened to you he dwells do you know what dwelling means he has made his home he abides he has come never to leave so the father lives in me not there's no intentions of living and he did not come because I did something good. He came because I confessed that Jesus is the Son of God. 
In other words, I believed in Jesus. So is it something that I'm going to do wrong today that is going to make the father leave? No, he has come to dwell. The, the amplifier says that. Let me see the amplified. The amplifier says, look at it. Beautiful. Aha. He says, anyone who confesses, acknowledges, owns that Jesus is the son of God, God abides. He lives, makes his home in him. God lives and makes his home. The reason why I know my inside will be so beautiful is because I'm not making it a house, but a home. If you rent somebody's house, you make it a home. You paint the place. You, you take bad things out. God, that, you know, is that correct? Yes, so God is making his home. Ah. He's in you. Making me, oh my God, I'm too beautiful. And when it is God that is making his home, ah. even my body can't handle it. The beauty will exude. Ah. Yes, Glory shall come out. Yes, so be conscious that the father lives in you. And the father dwells in you. He abides in you. He abides in me. He abides in me. When you fall into a particular problem, you don't start seeing yourself like you were low. The father is in me. You see, it's the consciousness. It's the consciousness. The father is in me. Now, when you train your consciousness over time, these things come easily to you. Anytime you are in trouble, Scripture will just come to you. Anytime you feel you are alone, you haven't trusted him yet. Because you think you can handle things by yourself. What did Jesus say? If you leave me, I'm not left alone. Adam goes and say, Jesus, all your congregation are leaving you. He had a congregation size of 84. In one day, he lost 72. Aish. Bad congregation. In one day, one day, man of God, one day he lost 72 people. He's and he actually saw them 10 and they were walking, they're living. He said, we, we don't like this church. No, no, no vampire church. Because he told them that unless they eat his body and drink his blood, they said, What a vampire church. They are congregation that only eat bread and, and fish. So that's what the Bible says. You see, the Bible says that even Jesus said it. He said, You are following me. Because of the bread and the fish. So you see them multitude. Multitude. You know why they came? They didn't come for Jesus. I don't know that bread, but but they like. <laughs> the people followed because of bread and because of fish. Not because of him. Now when he started telling them real life, they said they don't want. You have no idea why where where they teach Jesus and life. People don't really stay. Either they don't understand or it's too good to be true. And such churches, when they grow, they are solid. Because the people that are in there believe some truth. Can you see that? We don't like floating church members. That's why you guys shouldn't worry when people come and they leave. No. No. Be content with the people that have stayed. That the word of God has worked in them. God lives in me. Huh? See, when God lives in you, you are not afraid of what people will say about you. Because I'm not alone. Jesus said, I'm not. He said, will you go, Peter? You too, will you leave? He said, if you do, I'm not left alone. 
said, the Father is with me. Be mindful of who is with you, not who is gone. You have a father that will never leave you. You know what he said? I will never forsake you. I will never forsake you, nor leave you. He said, I will be with you to the end of time. He's not a man to lie. Many people will promise you, oh, I'll be with you. I'm going to stay with you. But they won't. Because don't be angry at them. They are men. Exactly. God says, God is not a man that he should lie. Don't be complaining. All my friends are leaving me. People are leaving me. Let them go. It's because you don't have, you don't have intimacy with the, with the one that lives in you. If you did, see, anytime you grow your intimacy with God, who lives in you, you stay away from people. You always want quietness. So you can be with him and talk to him. Yeah. If you don't have one, then you are looking for outside comfort. But you need an internal, uh, internal uh, you know, comfort. Amen. Amen. Okay. Are you following? Yes, sir. Say, God is in me. The Father is in me. So when you are praying for somebody and you lay hands, you just know it's not you alone. These are four people. Four. Four. Four persons. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And myself. I am representing them bodily. So once I do this, four. Pam. That is why I just know you can't remain the same. Can you see that? It's not every day that you lay hands, people will fall. But be conscious every time that once I touch you, you won't be the same. Yeah. It's better because not every time they people will fall. Consciousness. Okay. So the first one, first John 5 4 is the Father. Now look at Romans 8 9. It talks about the Holy Ghost. Lord, we love you. Look at what it says. Thank you. He says, but ye are not in the flesh, but what? In the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwells, dwell in you. So what is he saying? The spirit dwell in me. The first one said, God dwells in me. Now here he said, the spirit dwells in me. Look at the next one. And if Christ be in you. So now you saw the father, you saw the Holy Spirit, now you saw the son. If Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. So the Bible just told you in the mouth of two people, Paul and John. John says the father is in you. Paul is saying that the Holy Ghost and the son are in you. So what do you do? You believe that the father is in me. So what the father, what the father will do, he will do it through me. What the son will do, he will do through me. What the Holy Spirit will do, he will do through me. That's the consciousness. So you walk around knowing that the father is expressing himself through me. The Holy Spirit is expressing himself through me. The son is expressing himself through me. Because I carry him. And it is not a temporary thing. It's not something that you say that, okay, he's in me today. When I sin, he gets out of me. Oh! He dwells. The word is dwell, abides. The Bible says, if they are sons, they will abide. Abide. I mean, they will stay, irrespective of anything. If they abide, then they abide. Then they have come to stay forever. That's one thing we pray for our ministry. We don't pray just for anyone. 
We pray for children who abide. Say, the Lord is in me. The Lord is in me. This is big. I don't know how you see it. But it is too big. Too big for the, for the God of heaven to say that he lives in me. Look at my size. Maybe if he says Auntie Mary or uh, Akonobia or Emilia or Angie Dems, they will believe. Look at me. Look at Solo. So if you tell somebody God lives in you, don't believe oh. So how would you know that God is in you? By the manifestations. That, that's how you know God is in you. By the manifestation of the Father. So you see, the Father must express himself through you. The Son must express himself through you. And the Holy Ghost must also what? Express himself through you. This is when, when you say God lives in me, people will know. And they will believe you. It's not, it shouldn't be by words. It should be by manifestations. And tonight we'll pray about one, one thing. You pray for a special anointing to, to burst out within you already. It is in you. It, it must burst out. That anointing will make you different. Mm. Look, you just buy food from one joint. Immediately you leave, all the food finishes. But when other people come, it's not like that. But anytime you come there, the food finishes. That's an anointing. There's something special on you. Anytime you don't come there, they have to call you. Are you with me? So you need, you need that special anointing that will separate you. Because the Bible says the gift will make room for you. Okay? See, the difference between the two of you is the anointing. You are all born of Christ. You are all filled with the word. You all listen to the same word. But what will be different from you is the anointing. The extra factor. The extra factor. That's the anointing. The extra factor that makes you different. Yeah. You know, the anointing, you can call it the glory as well. When it is, when it, you see, it's already in you. But you pray for the manifestation of it. When it begins to gush out, all your life, that will be the one thing that will separate you. Anytime you are, people are having meetings and you are there, and you say, oh, this thing will happen by tomorrow. Bam, it happens. Yet other people will say nothing will happen. Yet anytime you are there, it will happen. Can you see that? Yes, sir. Don't you think anytime they are having meetings, they will call you? When the Holy Ghost fills you with wisdom, faith, and the Spirit, you have no idea. You become an extra person. <laughs> yeah, your size might not matter. Your age might not matter. It is a thing you carry. It is a, it's the extra factor. The extra factor. And tonight, before we leave here, some of you will be busting the extra factor. They say you have not been to school, but you are sitting on the board. Ah. We don't go to board to speak English. We went there to direct them. Ah. Show them the way of the spirit. Yeah. We tell them, no, the wind is blowing this way. We will be staying to Chi, Maza, and from under buffers, the moment far. And they will move there and it will work. Yes, the Bible says that let us go and see the prophet Elisha. 
bring Samuel to come and say the mind of God. They will not go before Samuel comes. They will not go before Elijah comes. Why? When he comes and he says it, that is what it is. And that, you see, they didn't have the fullness of that spirit. We have the fullness of that spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost dwell in you. You are too much. All you have to do is to renew your mind and believe that the Father lives in me. Every day you wake up from bed, the Father lives in me. The Son lives in me. You you are walking. You feel like, in fact, imagine you are heavy. (laughs) That's that's how to build consciousness. Imagine you are heavy. Why? Because you feel like, Charlie, the Father is in you. I'm not alone. Boldness. Once we have the Holy Ghost, we are not afraid. He's the spirit of truth. I cannot go anywhere but to go straight. If the spirit says go here, that is what it is. Yesterday, Genesis chapter 26, he says, stay in this land. Dear here, I will bless you. See, in the coming years, even from this year, what will make you different is your consciousness. What will make you different is the anointing. What will make you different is the spirit. What will make you different is the faith. Because everybody, you know, human beings move by human beings' direction. When everybody's moving here, everybody's moving. But men of the spirit don't move there. When others are going here, we stay. And we move in the other direction. It might look like it doesn't make sense. Why are you going? Because there's nobody there. Don't worry. I move by the spirit. Oh, you see one person here? Master, we are four. Don't underestimate yourself. You are not one. You are four. You are four persons. Say the Father is in me. Say the Son is in me. And the Holy Ghost is in me. Charlie, in Acts chapter 6 and 7, when they saw Stephen, they said, a man full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. Charlie, this man stood before the courts. Those, their courts was like stadium. And you stand in the middle. And then he's addressing judges. Judges. Learners of the law. But the man spoke by spirit. He was able to take it from the Old Testament, from Genesis. Go through the scriptures to Jesus. And after Jesus had gone. Immediately he finished. The Bible says that his face began to shine. And they say, ah, look at his face like an angel. That's what happened to you this year. <laughs> see, when people are selecting people, they select people because of something they see about them. When they begin to see something unusual about you, look, live the life of scriptures. You are no longer common. That's why you are holy. So behave like that. If you are looking for a job, people are using white, use black. Use blue. Like, be different. That's what I'm trying to say. Everybody's using a round thing. Use square. Tell yourself, I'm different. I am different. Even children, you give them the same food, babies. You give them the same food, rice, rice, cocoa, cocoa. At a point, they don't like it. But that same rice, put it in a cup and make make it a shape. They like it. After some time, they won't like that shape again. So you do that shape and you add some colors. Carrot or something. You know, garnish it. They see something different. Even babies know uncommon things. 
Because the child has feelings. He has a choice, but he can't say it. You, you eat rice every day. Sometimes you are fed up with rice. Do we beat you? But you can see the same rice differently garnished and it arouses your appetite. Live a Christian life like that. When you live the normal life, no, you are not attracted to anybody. Be different. And the Holy Ghost is the separator. He makes you the different man. What did the Bible say? The day that the, um, the Holy Ghost came upon Saul, the Bible says he became a different man. He became a different man. The way you dress, don't dress like that. Dress differently. If they are all wearing straight, you, you pull like, you pull here. <laughs> you didn't hear that. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a different man. Say, I'm a different man. In the name of Jesus. Okay, quickly. So I've told you about God in you, alright? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Ah, and the amazing one. First John 4 4. <laughs> Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, amazing. Now, look at that translation. It might look like a sing singular person with plural people. He that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. You know what, is, what it means? The he there speaks of the Trinity. Yeah, it speaks of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Greater. The Bible says greater. God is saying greater is he than they are in the world. Greater is he. So there's someone inside of you, there's God inside of you that is the greater. Compared to anything, he's the greatest. Now, to use the word greater means comparison. Great, greater. Yes. Yes. So whatever comes your way, the greater one is inside. And I love God. He didn't use greatest. That would just destroy that thing. He just showed a shoulder like, like mm. <laughs> say the greater one is in me. The Oh, the greater one is in me. I pray you don't just say it by words alone. You pray it until you are conscious. Hmm? The greater one is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Today I heard you guys were saying it a lot. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me. You see, you have consciousness. When sicknesses rise up, there's greater one inside. Move your faith a step further. Say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I found something about God today. I saw two natures of God today. And it's amazing. And Jeremiah 23, 23 described this nature. Open to Jeremiah 23, 23. The name of the Lord ha, a strong tower the righteous running The name of the Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
a strong tower. Yeah. Oh. The NLT says, Am I a God who is only close at hand? Says the Lord. No, I am far away at the same time. So here, God reveals himself as, I am the God who is near. And at the same time, I'm very far away. Can you see that? Uh, ma, 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 ma. This is the reason why he's in you and he's in heaven. This is the reason why he's in you and he's in heaven. And he's here in every creation. Now, there is... There is a word called immanence of God. Immanence. I-M-M-A-N-E-N-C-E. The immanence of God. Which means God is present in time and in space. He is in everything. God is in you because of his immanence. And then there is another side of him called the transcendence. The transcendence of God. That means God is outside time and space. So look at it. He is outside time and space, yet he is inside time and space. I am here, but I'm not here. <laughs> That's what it means. He is the God who is here and not here. The transcendence of God and the immanence of God. So God is in you because of his immanence. Why am I saying this? Because Acts chapter 17, from verse 25 to 30, speaks of this. Verse 28 says, For in him we live, we move, and we exist. We have our being. Do you know why? Because the immanence of God. <laughs> Guy, you have no, no human being has, has any life. Whether born again or not born again, God is the one that sustained their life. Yes. You have no other life but the sustenance of God. Yes. That's what he said. In him we live. We move and we exist. The existence of humanity or the existence of you, the born again, is because you are in him. You are outside him and you are dead. Mm. You are dead. He is the ancient now. He is the ancient contemporary. <laughs> In fact, he's the ancient today. And you found another one. He's the ancient modern. And today, what do we find? He's the God who is far away by his near. <laughs> so when you the day you feel God is very far away from you, that's actually when he's near. Because his nature is not to be far away. Because when he is far, he's near. Can you see that? Yes, because there are times you won't feel God. There are times you will not feel him. But the more I don't feel him, the more I know he's near. In Romans chapter 10, look at the verse 8. He said, but what's here? It? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith. Where is it? It's in your mouth. 
It's in your heart. What is it called? The word of faith. So you speak the words of faith. So I'm the biggest man that has happened to this world. <laughs> the world has never seen my kind. In the name of Jesus. See, you don't need to be out there to be popular. Let me show you one strategy of God. When you want to show up, he hides you. When you want to hide yourself, he exposes you. Choose one. Oh, is this scripture? Jesus, after baptism, the Holy Ghost put him into the wilderness. For what? 40 days. When he was coming out, the Bible says his fame has gone ahead of him. Don't like exposure. Yeah, don't the Baptist. He was in the cave. But God brought men from outside. Sometimes, don't let your heart want fame. Don't do things because you want people to, to see or you want people to praise you. God will hide you. He will, he's, an, he's an expert. He will cover you with his wings until you learn. So it looks like God, you know, I don't want to, I don't, God says, uh-uh, uh, you go. In fact, you are not going, he just begins to open you up. You are here, but people know you. Are you with me? Yes, sir. You see, it's not everything that people do that God wants you to do. You are afraid if you don't do some things, you won't get somewhere. You are afraid. But we serve a God who can take you from the wilderness and place you on top of the mountain in just one day and cause the world to come to you. That's the God I serve. So we are not in a hurry. See, the earth is the Lord, so and the fullness thereof. Isaiah 66. Isaiah 66. Say, I believe, I believe, I believe. Moro, moro, moro. My standard is not the standard of the world. Look at verse, verse 8. Look at it. Who hath heard such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? Look at what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying naturally, a nation cannot be born at once. A nation is a garden of people over time, right? That agree to be called one people. But God is saying that there's a possibility that in one day, boom, people will appear. A nation will be born. So he's asking a question. Who has heard such a thing? Or who has seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth one day, or shall a nation be born at once? Now look at the next one. For as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. Which means it is it's a possibility for Zion. Yes, sir. Which means Zion is the only one that can give birth to a nation in a day. That is why I believe in our church. One day, it's just one day. As we pray, as we travel, as we do what God is saying, it is just one day. By the time you you lift up your head, 
You see 3,000 people. 300,000. Uh, are you listening? Yes, sir. So when you are home and you are praying for the ministry, pray this one. Say, Father, we give birth to our children. Lord, we give birth to our children. Children all over the world. Children all over the world. Children all over the world. We give birth because you are Zion. Yeah. And you are from Zion. Yeah. You pray. You pray. See, the rewards you gain from doing the word is much more than what you demand. Yeah. Let me even show you. In your office, when you demand a lot, you don't get. Yeah. In your own office, when you demand, you don't get. Demanders don't get. The only place demanders get is we born against in our father's house. ITO. We demand the thing and we get it. But on this earth, yesterday we learned the world doesn't love you. So whatever your hands find it to do, do it with all thy might. Somebody came to church. That day was when you were sleeping. <laughs> Immediately, he sees you as not a serious person. I'm telling you. You have no idea who will come to church. But God has ways of answering your prayer. Psalm 127. If the grace of God does not help you. No. No, God is in me. If God were here, wouldn't we promote him? So you have to be promoted. Say from today. With this consciousness. My life is ever promoted. From one face to another. I can only be promoted. Because God is in me. He is in me. The greater one is in me. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny hyphen Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.